Sometimes we're presented with a situation that it, or a solution to a problem that's so simple, so simple that we just ignore it. Hey, this is Trent Lorcher, and welcome to the Teaching ELA podcast, where I help ELA teachers thrive in and out of the classroom. In this podcast, I discuss real teaching for real classrooms, whether it's a specific piece of literature, teaching strategy, or life strategy. I talk about things ELA teachers need. I promise that with each podcast episode, you'll have something you can use today. Hey, it's National Teacher Mental Health Month, and today we're going to discuss simple tips. Well, one tip, really. One very simple tip for improved mental health. And before I tell you what that is, I'm going to tell you a story. As you know, as teachers, we get up really early, and I get up even earlier. I like to get up, and I, I get up every morning at 5.15 a.m., and I run six miles. And you can get worn down doing that. And I do recall what would happen is Monday I'd feel good, and then Tuesday I would feel pretty good, Wednesday I would feel so-so, Thursday I would feel meh, Friday I'd feel meh, and Saturday I'd feel good because I got to sleep because it was Saturday. And then what happened was, as you, as you probably know, my wife is a certified life coach. We've gone in training together. That's what allows us to do these wonderful podcast episodes. I've been in the classroom for over 20 years. She's uh, she's had a degree in marriage and family therapy for a couple of decades and then transition, transitioned over to the world of life coaching. And we came up with this podcast episode. As part of her life coaching, she had a client every Tuesday night at 9.30, which meant I could go to bed earlier because basically I always want to go to bed early and she's the one that keeps me up telling me about her day and about the and, and all those things, wanting to connect. Anyhow, she had a 9.30 client every Tuesday for like six weeks, which meant I went to bed at like 9.15. I was out. I was asleep. And a funny thing happened was my Wednesday morning runs went from blah to like getting my best times of the week. So I, I'd look back and, and when I run, I, I use heart rate, uh, heart rate monitor training, which means once my heart rate hits a certain level, I slow down. So I noticed that my Wednesday, the runs on Wednesday morning were were better than the other days. And I thought, that's strange. And I realized it was because I was getting enough sleep. So what does getting enough sleep have to do with you, with your, with teaching? Well, just everything. So be honest, who's more likely to fall asleep in your class, you or your students? So we need to prioritize sleep. When we think about health and fitness, most people point to exercise and diet. What many people neglect is sleep. Your body needs to rest in order to function physically, emotionally, and mentally. This is kind of a little talked about hazard of teaching. We start work super, super early. If you find yourself dragging, short-tempered, or unmotivated, it might not be what you're doing at work that's causing it. It could be what you're not doing at home. So I just want to share with you why sleep is such an important part of mental and physical health. Number one, sleep boosts immunity. Huh. You know, I'm trying to think if there's been any viruses going around lately. One way to boost immunity, even more so than a silly cloth mask that ends up on, on your chin more often than not, is to get enough sleep. Now, what constitutes enough sleep depends on the individual, but aim for at least seven hours and up to nine hours. That's, that's, that's a good goal. Number two, sleep boosts mood. It doesn't take scientific research to recognize that a lack of sleep negatively affects mood. You will enjoy your day more when you're well-rested and not being Mr. or Mrs. Grumpy because you didn't sleep enough last night. The third benefit to enough sleep is energy. 
Don't lurch for the caffeinated beverage for energy. Lurch for your pillow at a decent hour. I can't imagine I've told you anything so far that you don't already know. And that's what we do as teachers. We tell, we teach a lot of stuff we teach. We tell students stuff that they've already know, stuff they've already heard, but they're not applying, so they need reminded again. So I think we all know that sleep is important, but how can we get more of it? Now, one thing I want you to keep in mind is we have little control over the time we wake up. So I want to keep this. So we're not going to focus on that. We're going to focus on setting an alarm at night. We set an alarm to get up in the morning. Why not set one to tell us it's time for bed? If you have a lengthy bedtime routine, like if you have kids, for example, I have five. Set an alarm early enough so you can get things done. Now, I have five kids, and if, and if we say go to bed at 9, they're in bed at 10. Because when we say, okay, kids, it's time for bed, they have to brush teeth, clean their room, grab the cats, read a book with us, go chase the cats around again. I forgot the litter box, got to do that. So if you're trying to get to bed at 9, set the alarm for 8 or whatever time, however long it takes you. Turn off the TV and put away the electronics. The two biggest culprits when it comes to sleep are mindless scrolling and not turning off the TV. When that alarm goes off, off goes the TV, put the phone away from the bed. How often do we find ourselves reading Facebook posts when we should be sleeping? Hey, that's it. Now you might be thinking, gee, that's only two suggestions and they only deal with going to bed. And you're right. It's pretty simple. You just got to do it. We have very little control over when we wake up. Most of us have to be at work before 8. I've taught at some schools where school started at 7.05 and we had to be there at 6.40. Wake up time is not negotiable. Going to bed on time is. Starting a new habit will only work if it's simple. I've given you two simple ideas. Set an alarm, put your phone somewhere not near your bed. I'm telling you, something as simple as this. Again, you don't control for the most part, what time you have to get up, but you can control what time you get to sleep at night. You can also set a time during the day, grab a quick 10-minute nap or whatever. Takeaways, number one, sleep might be the secret to establishing a successful classroom. Two, the key to getting enough sleep has more to do with nighttime habits than morning habits. And three, start simple habits and experiencing the joy of more sleep. And if you're really having trouble sleeping, I guess you could put on one of my less than exciting podcast episodes. You can find one. Thanks for listening to the Teaching ELA podcast. For more teacher-ready, student-ready lesson plans, head on over to ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com. That's ELACommonCoreLessonPlans.com, where we have hundreds of lesson plans and handouts that are ready to use right now. And as always, if this podcast has helped you thrive in the classroom, we'd appreciate a like and a review. 